Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Tuesday, September 6, 2022. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, pretty high-priority zero-day to tell you about. Is Binance about to upend the stablecoin market with its muscle? When your electrical utility takes over your smart thermostat, what do you do? And how that rumored always-on iPhone display might work in practice. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. One of those days, I guess, this probably updated for you automatically, but it's worth double-checking. Google has updated Chrome to address an actively exploited high-severity zero-day vulnerability in Mojo. It's its sixth patch for zero-day vulnerabilities in 2022 for Chrome, quoting Blooping Computer. This new version is rolling out in the stable desktop channel, with Google saying that it will reach the entire user base within a matter of days or weeks. It was available immediately when Bleeping Computer checked for new updates by going into the Chrome menu, Help, About Google Chrome. The web browser will also auto-check for new updates and automatically install them after the next launch. The zero-day bug fixed today is a high-severity vulnerability caused by insufficient data validation in Mojo a collection of runtime libraries that facilitates message passing across arbitrary inter- and intra-process boundaries. Google says that this security issue was found by a security researcher that chose to report it anonymously. Even though the browser vendor says the zero-day was exploited in the wild, it is yet to share technical details or info regarding these incidents. Access to bug details and links may be kept restricted until a majority of users are updated with a fix, Google added. We will also retain restrictions if the bug exists in a third-party library that other projects similarly depend on but haven't yet fixed." End quote. By delaying the release of more information on these attacks, Google is likely aiming to provide Chrome users with enough time to update and prevent exploitation attempts until more threat actors create their own exploits to deploy in attacks. With this release, Google has issued security updates to address the sixth Chrome zero-day patch since the start of the year. As the Google Threat Analysis Group revealed in February, CVE-2022-0609 was exploited by North Korean-backed state hackers weeks before the February patch. Furthermore, the earliest signs of exploitation were found in early January, end quote. Binance plans to stop supporting the world's second biggest stablecoin, USDC and instead convert users USDC, USDP, and TUSD into Binance's own stablecoin, BUSD. This is going to happen on September 29th, quoting Coindesk. Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange, has shaken up the vital stablecoin market, announcing it will automatically move customers' funds to its Binance USD or BUSD token from alternatives including the larger USD coin or USDC. Binance said on Monday, it will convert all investments in USDC, PAX dollar, and true USD into BUSD on September 29th, and customers transferring those tokens to the exchange will see them automatically converted into Binance's stablecoin after that date. However, they will be able to withdraw money, denominated in USDC, USDP, or TUSD, when removing money from Binance. The decision effectively banishes the second-largest stablecoin, USDC, from one of the most prominent perches in crypto, erecting an obstacle to overtaking Tether 
as the biggest one. USDT's $68 billion market value leads USDC's $52 billion market cap, while BUSD is in third place at $19 billion. USDP and TUSD are far smaller. The surprise move comes as Binance goes after another exchange rival, Coinbase, by undercutting it on price. Stablecoins are part of the crypto market's foundation, serving as digital substitutes for the U.S. dollar or other fiat currencies. Stable comes from the fact that their price is pegged to a conventional currency. Each token tied to the dollar, for instance, is always supposed to fetch almost exactly $1, though the quality of the assets backing a stablecoin can influence how far the price strays. The business is dominated by USDT's 44% market share, end quote. Yeah, this is wild to me, not just because of how important stablecoins have become, but as our friend Brady Dale tweeted this morning, quote, this seems not very crypto. Like, nothing quite says, not your keys, not your coins, like this sort of move, no? Now, there was news over the weekend that Amazon's acquisitions in the healthcare space are going to get a very hard look from regulators, as expected, but you got to figure this is related at least to the idea of that potentially happening. CVS Health plans to acquire Signify Health, which offers analytics and tech to help 10,000 doctors provide in-home care to 2.5 million U.S. patients, and the acquisition price is around $8 billion, quoting the New York Times. Pharmacies like CVS have been searching for new ways to strengthen ties with their large customer base, particularly as customers increasingly head online for the everyday items that used to draw them into stores. In Signify, CVS is acquiring a company that offers analytics and technology to help a network of 10,000 doctors provide in-home health care to 2.5 million patients across the United States. Signify has a focus on those on Medicare and in underserved communities. Their interest is to take over the home, said Dr. Eric Topol, a professor of molecular medicine at Scripps Research in San Diego, who noted that any care provided to patients at home rather than in the hospital lightens the financial load on insurance companies, including Aetna, the insurance business that CVS owns. Signify contracts with insurance providers, including Aetna. If you're looking at it from Aetna's standpoint, this is a way to save big, big expenditures for their people they cover, Dr. Topol said. CVS has been whittling down its store base as it has pushed further into healthcare. The retailer said last year that it would close roughly 900 stores over three years. Its executives told analysts last month that the chain was looking at deals as a way to tack on new health services and ways to deliver those services, including in the home. Karen S. Lynch, the chief executive of CVS, reiterated that strategy in a statement on Monday, quote, Signify Health will play a critical role in advancing our healthcare services strategy and gives us a platform to accelerate our growth in value-based care, she said. CVS has roughly 40,000 physicians, pharmacists, nurses, and nurse practitioners, as well as 1,100-minute clinic locations, which offer care ranging from vaccinations to physicals. CVS's move toward healthcare began in earnest nearly a decade ago with its $21 billion acquisition of pharmacy benefits manager Caremark Rx. It acquired more than 1,000 of Target's pharmacies in 2015 and the health insurer Aetna for $69 billion in 2018, end quote. How did I not know about that last bit? The bit about them owning Aetna. Wild. This one is something that sounds absolutely wild right now, but guess what? 
It's gonna get common real quick, so I think we better get used to this. Utility company Excel locked around 22,000 Colorado users out of their smart thermostats for hours on August 30th, citing an energy emergency, quoting Denver 7. Excel confirmed to Contact Denver 7 that 22,000 customers who had signed up for the Colorado AC Rewards Program were locked out of their smart thermostats for hours on Tuesday. It's a voluntary program. Let's remember that this is something that customers choose to be a part of based on the incentive, said Emmett Romine, Vice President of Customer Solutions and Innovation at Excel. Customers receive a $100 credit for enrolling in the program and $25 annually. But Romine said customers also agree to give up some control to save energy and money to make the system more reliable. So it helps everybody for people to participate in these programs. It is a bit uncomfortable for a short period of time, but it's very, very helpful, said Romine. This is the first time in that program's six-year span that customers could not override their smart thermostats, Romine said. He said the energy emergency was due to an unexpected outage in Pueblo combined with hot weather and heavy air conditioner usage. But one customer said he had no idea he could be locked out of the thermostat. While he has solar panels and a smart thermostat to save energy, he says he did not sign up to have this much control taken away. To me, an emergency means there is, you know, life, limb, or, you know, some sort of other danger out there. Some, you know, massive wildfires, the customer said. Even if it's a once-in-a-blue-moon situation, it just doesn't sit right with us to not be able to control our own thermostat in our house, end quote. Well... Look, insert smart thermostat here, but insert everything from connected car to door locks to, remember, the Chinese government wants its own digital coin because that would allow them to stop people from spending when they want or, say, withdraw taxes directly from folks' wallets. Seriously, smart devices can and probably will be the greatest thing ever to happen to the concept of mass behavioral control. Does anyone see any way to avoid this inevitability? When you go through airport security, there's one line where the TSA agent checks your ID and another line where a machine scans your bag. The same thing happens in enterprise security, but instead of passengers and luggage, it's end users and their devices. These days, most companies are pretty good at the first part of the equation where they check user identity, but user devices can roll right through authentication without getting inspected at all. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. That means an employee can log in from a laptop that has its firewall turned off and hasn't been updated in six months, or worse, that laptop might belong to a bad actor using employee credentials. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log into your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash ride to watch a demo and see how it all works. That's K-O-L-I-D-E dot com slash ride, collide.com slash ride. How do you make a password that's strong enough so no one will guess it and it's impossible for you to forget and do it for a hundred different sites and make it so everyone in your company can do the same without ever needing to reset them? Sounds impossible unless you have one password. 
More than any other product I've ever told you about, I can vouch 1,000% for 1Password. I can't live without it. 1Password makes strong security easy for your people and gives you the visibility you need to take action when you need to. Any device, any time, 1Password lets you securely switch between iPhone, Android, Mac, and PC with convenient features like autofill for quick sign-ins. All you have to remember is the one strong account password that protects everything else. Your logins, your credit cards, secure notes, or the office Wi-Fi password. 1Password's award-winning password manager is trusted by millions of users and over 100,000 businesses from IBM to Slack. It beat out 40 other options to become Wirecutter's top pick for password managers. Right now, my listeners get a free two-week trial at 1Password.com slash ride for your growing business. That's two free weeks at 1Password.com slash ride. Don't let security slow your business down. Go to 1Password.com slash ride. And this one's wild, too. Brazil has ordered Apple to stop selling iPhones without a charger in that country and has fined the company around $2.38 million, citing deliberate discrimination against consumers. Quoting 9to5Mac, The information comes from the Brazilian publication G1. The Justice Ministry wrote, quote, Application of a fine in the amount of, and then they quote Brazilian dollars or whatever the currency is, cancellation of registration of iPhone brand smartphones introduced on the market from the iPhone 12 model and immediate suspension of supply of all iPhone branded smartphones, regardless of model or generation, unaccompanied by the power brick, says the decision. The government decided it won't apply the daily fine. If Apple doesn't suspend iPhone sales without a power brick immediately, this will only occur if the Cupertino company doesn't follow local guidelines in the near future. In October of 2021, the Justice Ministry notified Apple and Samsung about the companies not being clear regarding why they removed the power bricks from their smartphone lines. This May, the government asked Brazil's consumer protection regulator to start with administrative proceedings against Apple and Samsung. With the introduction of Galaxy Z Flip 4 and Z Fold 4 in Brazil, Samsung complied with Brazilian government guidelines and is now including the power brick with the new smartphones. Apple, on the other hand, doesn't have the accessory in the iPhone boxes. In October of 2020, when it introduced the iPhone 12 line, Apple said it was aiming to be carbon neutral by 2030. With customers owning several power bricks at home, according to the company, it would be more beneficial for the environment to not offer a power brick with newer iPhones. That said, governments all over the world have sued Apple or asked for clarification. In some cases, the company had to distribute the power bricks with new iPhone sales. Apple hasn't commented on the matter yet, end quote. And finally today, you know the iPhone event is happening tomorrow. So the temptation is for me to do a what-can-we-expect-tomorrow piece. But instead of doing that, I thought I'd give you speculation on one particular feature that should be announced tomorrow that I probably won't have time to tell you much about, as I'll be too busy collecting all of the headlines tomorrow. A source has detailed the supposed behavior of the iPhone 14 Pro's rumored always-on-display feature including widgets fading in and out to prevent OLED burn-in, and customizable visual elements, quoting MacRumors. The source behind the latest wave of information was also responsible for the bombshell leak earlier this week that claimed the iPhone 14 Pro's display cutouts will appear to have a single unified pill at the top of the display rather than two distinct cutouts. According to new information from the source shared exclusively with MacRumors, iOS 16's lock screen will directly interact with the iPhone 14 Pro's always-on display, featuring integration with notifications and the depth effect and colors of wallpaper. 
The iPhone 14 Pro status bar will also purportedly see changes as a result of the increased amount of usable space at the top of the display, moving the cellular signal indicator to the left and re-implementing the full-width battery status bar on the lock screen and notification center when the device is locked. The source shared several graphics allegedly based on information from Apple that illustrates some of the iPhone 14 Pro's software changes on the MacRumors forums and has since provided further information. The iPhone 14 Pro will apparently feature the following features and specific changes. The background of lock screen wallpapers with a depth effect will be removed and fully darkened when the display is in its always-on mode, while the foreground will be dimmed. In addition, the foreground will be tinted with color and feature edge highlights depending on user customization. Widgets will be visible on the always-on display but will fade in and out at set intervals, unnoticeable to the user to prevent OLED burn-in. Content shown on the always-on lock screen and the full illuminated lock screen must be configured in the same way and cannot be separated, meaning that they have to share the same wallpaper, color choices, fonts, and widgets. The core visual elements of the always-on display itself can be independently customized. Notifications will be part of the iPhone 14 Pro's always-on display experience, and like on the normal lock screen, notifications will roll in from the bottom one at a time and remain subtly visible for 10 seconds. Once the display is woken up, the notifications will animate from the bottom and proceed to the user-defined setting of how notifications are presented on the lock screen, such as count, stack, or list. Apple may also allow users to enable a notification counter at the bottom of the always-on display. Apple is also said to be planning to release an update such as iOS 16.0.1 or just 16.1 soon after the launch of the iPhone 14 Pro that will include fixes for issues with the device's always-on display and wallpapers. While the company is now in the feature's final stages of development, it is reportedly still encountering bugs and is scrambling software engineers from different teams, including the Apple Watch, to finish the always-on display experience before launch." End quote. So yes, the usual heads up that since the iPhone event tomorrow doesn't begin until 1 p.m. my time, Tomorrow's show will drop later than normal, and maybe even later than later than normal. Because shortly before the event, I'll be in the dentist chair, getting two fillings replaced. Definitely not ideal in terms of timing, but for various reasons, I couldn't reschedule. So there's the outside possibility that my mouth might still be numbed when I finally get to record the Apple event segment tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see if you notice. Talk to you then.